Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. Get on your knees. Somebody type on, get on your knees. Come on. I want to minister on, get on your knees. Amen. Come on. You know, the, the word of God says, ask, and it will be given to you. Right? That's what the Bible says. Amen. In Luke chapter 11, 10 through t- uh, 9 through 10, it says this. So I tell you, keep on asking, and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you'll find. Keep on knocking. Come on, somebody knock. Hallelujah. And the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. For everyone who seeks, finds. And whoever knocks, the door will be open. The Message Bible puts it like this, church. Here's what I'm saying. Ask and you'll get. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Don't bargain with God Be direct. Somebody type in, be direct. Come on. Ask for what you need. This is not a cat and mouse hide and seek game that we're in. Amen. God says to ask. You have not because all you do is complain. (laughs) Come on. Come on. We don't have because all we're doing is complaining right now. Don't play a game with God. Amen. Be direct in what you need. Especially now, amen, uh, in the time that we have in our homes. Uh, prayer is uh, uh, for our needs. You're supposed to pray for the needs. Uh, pray for our country. Pray for our, our church. Hopefully you're praying for, for me and, and my wife, amen. And you should also be praying right now for what God wants you to change. God, show me what I need to change. God, show me where I fall short. This is a time that God's taking inventory. And this is time that we got to ask God, what is it that I need to get rid of? Come on, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. What's going to make me better out of this? You know, we're right now in a lockdown. We're in, we're in the cave, just like David was in the cave when he was running from Saul. Amen. But David came out as a king. What are we going to come out during this, this holdout? This lockdown, this, this uh, whatever, whatever you want to call it, amen. How are we going to come back out into the church, amen? You got some problems in your marriage? Get on your knees. Come on. Uh, you, you got some financial issues right now? What? Get on your knees. Hallelujah. You're feeling sick, amen? Come on, don't blame the coronavirus, amen? Get on your knees. Cast that virus out, amen? It cannot come in your house, amen? You got to get on your knees, church. Come on. Plead the blood of Jesus over all those issues, over your marriage, over (coughs) your finances, over your children, over whatever's going on in your house, amen. We got to plead the blood of Jesus, amen, and get on your knees. Come on, somebody type in, amen. See, the promise is that God... Come on, somebody type in God. God will answer all your prayers as long as it lines up to his will. He will give you what you need, church. Remember, not my will, but what? 
Thy will. Come on. Did you stop by the garden today? Come on, did you stop by the garden today? Come on, this is something that we need to do every day. It's part of the Lord's Prayer, right? Our Father who art in heaven, holy be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy what? Thy will be done. This is what God wants to do is that we line ourselves up to the will of God each and every day. We have to stop at the garden church. We gotta get on our knees, hallelujah. And we gotta pray for thy will to be done. Come on, somebody. The Bible goes on to say in Luke 11, what a father gives his children a snake if he asks for fish. Come on, God will answer your prayers. It is a promise, but you've got to get on your knees. Come on, we've been praying and we've been seeking here in our house. And my wife and I have been getting on our knees. Hallelujah. Come on. We've been circling requests to come every morning on our Facebook page. Amen. And those, whether they come by text or phone call. Amen. We've been circling and we've been praying and we've been agreeing and we've been pleading the blood of Jesus. Amen. We've been getting on our knees. Hallelujah. We are pleading the blood of Jesus over every request. As I ministered on Sunday, amen, on Victory Sunday, hallelujah, that there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in His blood. Can somebody type it, amen? See, power not only to forgive us from our sins, church, but power to give us, listen, church, what we ask for. He's our Father, right? Come on, we're His children, right? Come on, we're part of the kingdom. It's part of our inheritance, amen. We belong to a rich inheritance. Daddy owns everything, church. All you got to do is ask for it, amen. He's a good father. Come on, He won't give you a snake. If you're asking for fish, come on. He will give you what you're asking. You got to be direct. Not only power to give us what we have, but power to over any virus, church. Any virus. One of the definitions of virus is this. Something that poisons the mind or soul. Something that poisons the mind or soul. So we have victory, church, over virus, amen. Uh, Through the blood of Jesus. uh, It is a promise, amen. But you've got to get on your knees. Uh, You need to plead the blood of Jesus over your home, uh, over the doorposts of your house, amen. Uh, When you leave, when you come back, uh, bless you when you leave and bless you when you come back. You've got to plead for God's protection. Can somebody say amen? Come on, I don't hear you guys out there. I know it's Wednesday night. Come on. Someone type in, blow it up. Amen. I hear you, Pastor. Come on, somebody. Get it. I did not turn this on. I am so sorry. Do it now. We're going to start over, church. No. <laughs> Just play it. Amen. But we have victory over the virus, church. Uh, some of you guys out there, some of you guys out there, I know that some of you guys are old school. Uh, some of you need to anoint your house. Some of you need to pull, yes. pull out that oil once again and start anointing your house everywhere. Come on. If you're going through problems, uh, you're going through some time uh, in your house, amen, going through some troubles, uh, going, your mind is messing up, amen, you're confused, bring out the oil and anoint your house. Come on, somebody. Don't complain. Pray and anoint. Hallelujah. We fight back, church, through prayer. God is calling the church back to the altar, church. Uh, Come on, uh, to make our homes, somebody say my home. Uh, Come on, our homes into a house 
of prayer. Amen. God is calling prayer back into your homes. Not just waiting when church starts. Come on, somebody. Prayer is beyond our resources. We are praying for our finances. Amen. That God, that through prayer, we realize, church, that through prayer, when you get on your knees, that God is the source of our income. You know, Brother Jesse taught on a Monday night an encouraging word on finances, but he was saying that God will supply all your needs. Somebody say, all my needs. He will supply all your needs, church. And when you believe that, listen, when you start to believe that God will do that for you, guess what? It brings with it peace. Come on, someone type in peace. Look at what Philippians 4, 6 says. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, what? Pray about everything. Come on, tell God what you need. And thank him. Come on, don't forget this part. We're good on the asking part, but we forget about this part. But thank him for what he's already done. Come on, he's done a lot, church. Come on, he's done a lot, church. Come on, he's done a lot. He's just saving us was enough. Come on, somebody. Come on. Thank him for what he's done. Thank him for what he's done in your life. Thank him for delivering you off of drugs. Thank you. Uh, thank him for giving you that job that you have right now. Thank him, amen, for every blessing that he has given you, church. Not only pray, uh, don't worry, but pray, but then thank him for what he has already done. Hallelujah. When you start thanking Jesus, let me tell you, you start getting on your knees more. Come on, somebody. Uh, come on. Imagine, listen, church, imagine Worrying about, not, not, never worrying about anything. Come on. Seems impossible, right? Come on, let's be for real, for real. Come on. But it is possible, church. See, I'm going to claim that promise. I'm going to, I'm going to claim that for myself. Amen. But you got to claim it for yourself, but you got to get on your knees. You got to get on your knees if you want God to supply all your needs. Come on, somebody. We all have worries, right? Come on, somebody say, uh-huh. Come on, type in, uh-huh. We all have worries, come on. You know, we kind of worry right now, what's going to happen with our jobs for some of us? Or what's our future going to be like after all this? Come on, will the virus ever go away? Come on, I know these are things in our minds, amen. Will it even hit our homes? Will it hit my home? Well, church, all these things are legit worries. But Paul's advice right here in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 is to turn your worry into prayer. Come on, somebody. Worry less, pray more. Come on, worry less, pray more, church. Come on. It, 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 it's, it's simple, amen. If we can really tap in and believe God's word, that we can worry less if and just pray more, church. When you start to worry, church, when you start, to, I know some of you guys are already worrying. I lost some of you guys right now. Come on. When you start to worry, you need to stop. Amen. You need to stop. Somebody say stop. And then you need to pray. Somebody type in pray. Come on. When worry starts to creep in, when worry starts to knock at your door, amen, don't allow it to come in. Amen. You're going to have to, it's going to come, it's going to hit you, but you're going to have to stop right there and you're going to have to start to get on your knees and start praying, church, if you want worry to leave. And then when you do that, church, then thank him. Like I said, thank him for all that he's done. Come on, has he done a lot for you? Come on, somebody type in yes. 
Come on, God is good. Come on. Come on. He's done a lot for us. Amen. Thanksgiving, listen, church, turns into faith giving. Your faith will increase once you start to thank God for what he's done. Come on, listen. Faith increases. When faith increases, church, guess what happens? Worry leaves. Come on. It, it, it does. When your faith increases, worry has to take a hike, church. It, it leaves. It bails. It takes off, church. It is a promise. But you've got to get on your knees. It goes on to say in verse 7 of Philippians chapter 4, when we do that, church, when we turn worry into prayer, and when we thank Him for what He's done, then it says, then you will. Say, I will. You will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace, listen church, His peace will guard your hearts and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Come on, isn't that all what we need all of us right now, some peace? Come on, somebody say yes. Come on, we need some peace in our lives. We need some peace in our situation. We need some peace over some circumstances uh, in our home, whatever it is. I know that some of you out there, I, I know, I know, I know, I feel it. Some of you guys are going nuts in your home. Oh, yeah, you guys are losing it, fleshing out. Come on, come on. Don't, don't, don't look the other way. I'm looking at you right there. Come on, somebody just type in amen. Come on, come on, say God's working on me. All of us, amen. I remember the first week in lockdown, I started breaking things. Come on, come on, my wife can say amen to that, amen. I was breaking the way, you know, I broke something. I was going nuts. I'm calmed down now, hallelujah. Come on, your kids are driving you nuts. Come on, somebody say yes, hallelujah. Your spouse is going crazy, you guys are going crazy with each other. Come on, don't, don't look at me all instant. You guys are going nuts. Come on, a little bit, come on. Some of you can use some of this peace I'm talking to you. Come on, somebody type in hello. Come on. Prayer, listen, prayer, church, when we get on our knees, amen, it lines us up with peace. It is a promise, church, but you got to get on your knees to claim it. It's found in knowing God, church. It's found in knowing God, church. you got to understand, God's peace is way different from the world's peace. True peace, church, listen, is not found in positive thinking. True peace is not found in the absence of conflict. It's not found when, in good feelings, amen, or when everything is fine, church. It's found that knowing God, listen, knowing that God is in control, church, that's when you have true peace, church. Peace, listen, is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of God. Amen. Come on. When we establish His presence in our homes, church, by praying, by reading the Word of God, by worshiping, and being the church in your home church. Let me tell you, church doesn't benefit you until you start to participate the presence of God. Don't be anxious. Come on, tell, you, tell yourself, I can't be anxious. Come on, tell, tell, tell your neighbor, don't be anxious. I don't know who's in your home right now, tell them, don't be anxious. <laughs> because another translation says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. See, there's a lot of people that deal with anxiety. Come on, somebody say, hey, man, come on. 
especially what's going on right now. People are, there's a lot of, a lot of anxiety, a lot of panic. I mean, there's people out there. I mean, I go to the market at times, man, and, and I can tell you there's a lot of people in the liquor section. Come on. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with, 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 with confusion. They're dealing with worry. And the only way to get rid of that, amen, is they run to alcohol. I understand that. I used to do that, church. I, but let me tell you, we have a God right now that if you seek God and get on your knees, amen, he will lift worry. He will take away confusion. He will take away all that stuff that you're dealing with, amen. If you get on your knees and claim and tell him what you need, church. Anxious means this, being characterized by extreme uneasiness of mind, which is accompanied by fear and worry. But if you skip down 13 verses from there to verse 19, church, Paul gives us a liberating promise of future grace. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Come on, go down to verse 19. Philippians 4, 19. The NIV says this. And my God, somebody say, my God. my God. And my God will meet all your needs. Somebody say, all my needs. Amen. Come on, someone type it in. All my needs. You got to claim it. Yeah. Like I said, you got to claim it right now. Let the devil says God's going to meet all my needs. Let him see you type that in. According to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Listen, church. If we live by faith in this promise of future grace... Listen, church, it'd be very, very hard for anxiety to survive in you. That's right. Come on, somebody. Right. It'd be very hard for, for, for anxiety to survive in you if you have and you're holding on to this blessed future grace, church. Listen, church, God's riches and glory cannot run out, meaning grace will always be there for us. God really wants us, listen, not to worry about our future. Amen. Isaiah chapter 41 10 says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Church, God has you. Come on, some Come on, someone type in, God has me. Come on, he has me. Come on, say, God has me. Let God know that he has you. Let the devil know that God has you. Come on, he has you, church. Resources, listen, can limit our prayers, but we must have faith. Somebody type in faith. We must have faith in God because his provision is unlimited. It never runs out church his riches are there for everyone it never runs out amen come on every everything else runs out but god's resources never run out church but we have to learn to wait uh-oh <laughs> come on somebody say that's hard come on let's be real come on we have to wait i mean how many like waiting out there nope nope you're lying We are imp impatient people. Come on, someone type in amen. We don't like waiting. Now, look, now, what's happening today? Now we got to get in line to go into the supermarket. Come on. Then we got to get in line again to pay for it. And then we got to get in line again to what? To get out. 
Come on, something. Come on. Sometimes you can go nuts just going to the, the supermarket, and I just wanted some ding-dongs. I got them, but man, I don't wait. I don't go all through this. So God's teaching us patience, church. We have to learn to wait. Come on, it, it's hard. Come on, when you're praying for God to answer one of our prayers or one of your prayers right now, and we want the prayer uh, answered really quick. Come on, uh, come on. We're saying like, even some of us right now are going nuts right now. Lord, Lord, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? Come on, we've been eating at home all all time now. We don't eat like this no more. Come on, what am I going to make? We we freak out. Come on, somebody, get real. Listen, if we're not careful, somebody type in, watch out. If we're not careful, church, we can manufacture the miracle for God. Hello. Listen, church, when God doesn't answer our prayers right away, we try to answer it for him. Just like the day of Moses. Come on. The day Moses took out that, that Egyptian with his own hands. He got ahead of God. Come on. We too can get ahead of God, church. But how many know that when we try to do God's job for him, it always backfires? Come on. Somebody say, yep. Come on. Trying to get ahead of God cost Moses 40 years. And even then, God redeemed the 40 years. With Moses by spending time tending his father-in-law's sheep, by getting him ready, listen church, to tend his sheep, the people of Israel. Come on, Moses spent 40 years because he went ahead of God. Come on, before he was chosen to be the deliverer of Israel, amen, he went ahead of God again and spent another 40 years on the, on the backside of the de- desert, amen. Come on, somebody, type in, don't get ahead of God. Don't get ahead of God. But if you do, church, listen, church, if you do, repent, because God always recycles our mistakes. Come on, somebody. Let's look at some of the unanswered prayers. Come on, how many have some unanswered prayers out there? Sometimes when God doesn't answer prayer, amen, it might be that times that you have prayed for the wrong thing. Come on, somebody. Or for the wrong reasons. And I'm here to let you know tonight God's not going to answer those type of prayers. Ladies, you cannot pray for Julio, who was not saved, to be your spouse. Come on. Come on. God is not going to answer that prayer, church. Come on. Hallelujah. James chapter 4, verse 2 to 3 says this, Yet you do not have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you do ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You only want to uh, you only want what gives you pleasure. Come on, if we're honest today. Come on, are we honest tonight? Most of our prayers are for personal comfort. Come on, rather than God's glory. Come on somebody. If God would answer those selfish prayers, Listen, church, it would cut us away from the purposes of God in our lives. It will, it, it, we fail to learn, we, will, we would fail to learn the lessons that God is trying to teach us and our character that God is trying to shape us into. Come on. A second lesson of why we, we learn about prayer is this, that no, listen, church, that no doesn't always mean no. Sometimes it means not yet. Come on. Sometimes God's no is not a rejection, it's a redirection. 
Hallelujah. And sometimes God doesn't give you what you think you want, not because you don't deserve it, but because you deserve so much more. Amen. Come on. Tell your neighbor. Come on, tap in. I'm going to hold on. That's good. Come on. Julio doesn't deserve you. Come on, Julio doesn't deserve you. Come on, uh, come on, uh, come on. He, he, don't pray for that unsaved person to get saved. Uh, come on, pray. Pray for God to send you the right person. Don't pray for some unsaved person that's not in church. Hallelujah. Bye, Julio. Come on, we are too quick to give up on God, especially when he doesn't answer our prayers the way we want. Or how we want it, church. Come on, let's be for reals. Maybe your deadline doesn't fit God's timetable. Or maybe simply, uh, no simply means not yet. Or maybe, just maybe, it's a divine delay. And sometimes no, church. Listen, I'll be for real. I'm going to be for real, for real, all right? Sometimes no simply means no. Come on. That's, that's it. No. Don't, don't try to push it. Don't keep on praying for it. When God says no, it's a no. He's not going to change his mind. He, no, he, I said he's not. Don't argue with me. He's not going to change his mind. When he says no, his no's are definite. Come on, somebody. His no means it's not good for you. His no means that you're, you're praying with the wrong motives. Amen. Uh, that you know what? What he has for you is better than your, the one that you're asking for or the things that you're asking for. Or maybe it's just a real bad decision. Come on, somebody. His no's are definite. You know what I've learned through prayer? That we shouldn't be seeking the answers as much as we should be seeking God. Oh, amen. Say it again. Come on. We shouldn't be seeking the answers as much as we, that we should be seeking God, church. Yes. Come on, somebody. We get over-anxious. And we get all crazy because our prayers are not getting answered. We try to microwave our own prayers, amen, instead of trusting God's timing. I'm here to remind you, church. I'm here to remind you that if you seek the answers, amen, you won't find them. But if you seek God, the answers will find you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Pastor's preaching today. Come on. I decided a long time ago, church, uh, that I'm going to continue to circle uh, every promise that's in the Word of God, amen, uh, and I will wait on God's time, amen. Uh, I will not rush Him, amen. Uh, if I'm asking and seeking for something, uh, whether it's for our personal life, uh, whether it's for our church, amen, I will wait on God, amen, because uh, when He comes through, it's the best time, church. I'm not going to push nothing. I'm not going to help them out. I'm not going to try to manufacture it. Amen. I'm just going to wait on Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Come on. Somebody type in. I'm going to wait on Jesus. Woo. Isaiah chapter 40, 31 says this. But those that wait, come on, type in wait. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. Uh, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. Uh, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Come on, church. Come on. Who wants to, who wants to wait out there? That happens when we wait on the Lord, church. Your strength gets renewed. Come on, you're able to fly over any situation, soar over any problem. You'll run and you'll never be worrying and you'll walk and you won't faint, church. Come on, you just got to learn how to wait on God. 
I still believe. Any believers out there? I still believe that God is going to answer every one of my prayers, amen, uh, somehow, some way, and someday, church. Uh, and when I stand on that, and when you stand on that, church, God comes out of nowhere and delivers his promise with a Holy Ghost surprise. Come on. Uh, but you got to get on your knees, church, for the promise to come. Church, anything can happen with God. You never know when or how or where God will answer it. Prayer adds, listen, an element of surprise to your life. In fact, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's more fun than a surprise party or a surprise gift because, in fact, prayer, a prayer turns, into a, uh, turns your life into a party and a gift. Hallelujah. Come on. God has surprised me throughout my entire walk with him, church. I, I am no longer surprised by his surprises. doesn't mean I don't love him any less, church. But I'm just in awe in the mysterious ways in which God works. Amen. I've learned to expect the unexpected. Amen. Come on. God, God shows up. My God shows up every single time, church. Let me tell you, I'm praying and praying, amen, and all of a sudden, boom, it comes, amen. It's still a holy surprise, but I, you know what? I already knew he was going to do it, amen, because I have faith in my God. I, I trust in my God. You know, every prayer I lift up to him, I know that God is going to move. I know that God is going to answer those because I stand on it. I believe on it, and I get on my knees. God always has a holy surprise up his sleeve, church. The only thing I can predict with absolute certainty is this. The more you pray, the more holy surprises will come your way. Come on. But you got to get on your knees. Get a t-shirt made like that. Hallelujah. My wife just said that. The more you pray, the more Holy Ghost surprises come your way. Hallelujah. Right here at PCLV. Come on, you never. Listen, one prayer leads to another, which leads to another. Whether, uh, and where they take you, no one knows except the one that knows it all, church. Listen, as I bring this to a close, because I fasted today and I am hungry. Hallelujah. How about you? Somebody type in, I'm hungry. If you want God to surprise you, how many want that out there? Come on, how many say me? Type in me. God or say God surprise me. Come on. If, if you want God to surprise you, you have to give up. Listen, you have to give up control. You got to give up control, church. When you do, when you give up the controls, and that means that's when you trust God. God, I give up the controls. I'm not going to try to. I'm not trying to manufacture. I'm not going to try to make it happen. God, I'm just going to trust in you. When you when you give up your controls, when you do that, you will begin to see God move in uncontrollable ways in your life. And anything, listen, anything can happen at any place, at any time. Amen. And God, right now, I can tell you right now, if you seek Him. You seek him in this lockdown. You seek him in this quiet time with God. I can tell you, he can blow your mind in the lockdown. He can blow your mind, amen, right in your home. He'll blow over your mind. He has some holy surprises lined up, up, up his sleeve uh, just for you, church, right in your house. We're trying to find it somewhere else. You're trying to go to church and try to find it. Come on, it's in your house. 
Amen. It's right there. God is in your house. When you establish your house as the church, amen, of Jesus Christ, you establish and do what you're supposed to do, just like you do in church, amen. You establish it in your house. God shows up with holy surprises right there in your house. Amen. You'll wake up in the morning, you'll say, surprise, you're like, whoo! In your house, hallelujah. The check's in the mail. Some of you guys got a check deposit. That's a holy surprise right there. Come on. Come on. I know it's President Trump, but President Trump, God touched his heart to release that funds. Come on. It comes from Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. All good things from come, come from God. Holy surprise, right? Some of you guys open your account. Woo! Holy surprise. That's God. You surprise any time, church. But you got to get on your knees. So I close today. You got to learn. Learn. Take this time in learning. Get some clarity. Get some understanding what God has for you. I'm telling you, if you seek Him, He'll show you. You know, I tell you to pray that prayer as David prayed. God, search my heart. I, I pray that you're praying that during this lockdown. I really pray that you say, God, search my heart and see where I fall short. God, see what's wrong inside of me, God. Come on, you got us all in lockdown because there was something wrong in the church. I can tell you that right now. There was something wrong in the church that he didn't like. And he brought us to a place of confinement that we can seek the master. And God has been exposing things. I've been searching my, my life and taking inventory. And God is exposing all kinds of things. I was like, God, I'm messed up. Come on, I fall short of God's glory. And God, I want to be a better man. I want to be a better pastor. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better uh, papos. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what my kids call me, Grandpa Papos. I want to be a better every way around. I want to be a better co-worker. I want to be a better friend. I want to be better, better. God, I fall short. There's so many things inside of me that he's trying to remove and get rid of. And they're popping up right here in my home. In my home, he's showing me. And God's cleaning house, church. Because I'm cultivating the presence of God in my house. And when God's here... Every, everything else has to take a hike. Worry can't live here, church. Come on, worry can't live here. Sickness can't live here, church. Come on, coronavirus can't live in my house. Come on, I plead in the name of Jesus. I, I plead the blood over that. Get out. Come on, problems, situation, get out. I, come on, attitude, see ya. Got to kick it out, church. Right there in your home. Come on, God is trying to bring and establish prayer back into our house's church. Come on, let's be honest. I want you to be honest. You don't need to type it in. You don't need to, you don't need to answer it out loud right there in your home. But have you really seek God in your home? Is there a prayer life established in your house right now? Or is it when you go to church for those few minutes? Come on, I'm not talking about a quick prayer. Church, I'm talking about establishing a prayer life in your house. Come on, this is what God wants. Come on. Are you doing it right now? Come on, are you setting up a time with God and say, God, it's my hour with you. I'm going to pray right now. Or grabbing your, your spouse and say, let's pray. Or grabbing your kids. If you have kids, let's pray. Come on. And establishing a house of prayer in your house. Because that's what's needed, church. Because if you don't do that during this time, you're going to go back just like you were. No change, church. And I can tell you something right now. What God's going to do after this you won't last if you don't develop a prayer life in you. I'm telling you, God's looking for 
worshipers that will worship him, seek him in spirit and in truth, church. I don't know about you, but I, I, God, I want to be ready. God, show me what I'm, when I'm done. When I'm done, we're going back. Doesn't matter when this gets lifted, church. When I feel that I'm done, that I can be better when I get back to the, to the church, that's when I'll go back. Come on, that's when we'll go back, church, is when God is finished with us. It's not on this timetable of lockdown. We're missing the whole point, church, if we're trying to run back to our churches. God, when, when am I done? When am I done? When do you want me to go back? And when that happens, church, then we're gonna, it's going to be powerful, church. But you got to establish it right now. Church, you need to wait on God. And the only, only way that you can wait, the only way that all this, we can survive this, church, is on our knees. It's about getting back on our knees, church. It's about eating some carpet once again, church. Come on. Or making, making a trail in your living room, a walking space on your carpet. That's your prayer walk right there. Getting on your knees and seeking God in your home, church. This is where I'll start. Someone type in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bow our heads right there where you're at. Hallelujah. God, help us to get back. 